When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. Are we in America in the year 2020, or is it Nazi Germany 1939? I ask, because with the rampant anti-Semitic attacks going on right now, and the silence coming from our gutless politicians, those with voices, I'm beginning to wonder where the hell I am. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. All right, folks, like I said, I'm beginning to wonder, is it 2020 USA or is it Nazi Germany 1939? The anti-Semitic attacks going on are freaking out of control. It's disgusting. It's it's. In all my years, I never, ever, ever thought that I'd see what's going on now. I mean, when I say Nazi Germany, that's just what it feels like. And a man who's been very involved with trying to stamp out anti-Semitism in our country, very involved in the Jewish community and our community in general, is former New York State Assemblyman Dove Hyken, who I'm glad to say joins us right now. Dove, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. It's good to be with you. Well, li- listen, you heard what I said, and let me begin by just flat out asking you, is this like Nazi Germany 1939? Well, I, I don't think we are there yet, and hopefully we will not get even close to 1939, but we are potentially Germany in the early 1930s where things were beginning to get out of control. You know, it, it never starts with uh, putting Jews in concentration camps and putting them in gas chambers. It starts with the kind of things that we are witnessing right now going on in this country, and in particular going on in New York, uh, You know, where Jews are assaulted, where Jews are murdered, where Jews are called uh, all kinds of names, and Jews are uh, put in a situation where there's literally terror, where parents are afraid to let their kids go out. I mean, it's absolutely insane. I met someone just a few days ago at a function uh, in Lawrence, 
for you know grandfathers, fathers, you know, with their children learning at a yeshiva. A father came over to me and he said to me, you know, an Orthodox Jew, you know, he says, look, I work in New York. I always wear a yarmulke for the last twenty years. He said, yesterday, I went to Manhattan. I took my yarmulke off because I was afraid. I, I've heard many. Many stories like that. And that, to me, is why I brought up Nazi Germany. Somebody might say, well, Russ, you're being a little dramatic. No, I'm not being dramatic because when people are afraid to to be who they are in this country, then something, as they say, is bad, bad, wrong. Well, you're, you're not wrong because people are saying that. I hear that more often than anything else on the part of individuals, you know, who who have been victimized or people who are watching what's going on, they're the ones who say, it, you know, it, it looks like, you know, if you look at video, if you look at pictures from the past where Jews are assaulted for no reason except the fact that they are Jews, uh, and then you watch the video, you see some of the stuff that's going on in our own communities, uh, then, of course, how can you not think back and look back and say, my God, it reminds us, it looks like, and, and again, the very fact that people out there, civilians, are expressing these feelings. I met so many people yesterday, you know, uh, you know, who came over to me grateful for what we've been doing for the past year. Uh, excuse uh, me, let me just interrupt. For those who may not know what Dove Hyken is talking about, he says met people yesterday at that march from what, Foley Square across the Brooklyn Bridge, correct? Right, yeah. right, right, right. 25,000 people. Wonderful. But I met, I met mothers who literally said, we won't let our kids go on the train or on the bus. We're going to use Uber. We're, we're, the fear that people are expressing, you know, it, it breaks my heart to hear that. Because, you know, uh, my own background, my, my mother went to Auschwitz in 1944 with her mother and other members of the family, hmm. put on a cattle car, arrived in Auschwitz. My grandmother... Other members of my mother's family sent straight to the gas chambers the day they arrived. That's real. That's what hate does. That's what hate results in if you don't deal with it. Yeah, I, I, um, I had a stepfather. My, my uh, dad, <clears throat> excuse me, um, passed away just before I was going to college. My mom uh, remarried. An older Jewish man went through the whole thing. Um, he was in Auschwitz. He lost his wife. He lost his children, parents, siblings. You know, so it and, you know, one thing that I I really had nothing in common with him except that we both loved my mother. Mm. But but the one thing that I always remembered, you know, it's still etched in my mind, sitting at the table, having dinner, looking across at his arm with the serial yeah. number on the arm. That, that That's something that sticks with you. Yeah, my mother had the number that was, uh, uh, you know, like cattle uh, yep. imprinted on her arm. Uh, you know, again, uh, you know, that's real. You know, people who have that connection understand what hate can do. That hate out of control, hate not dealt with, can lead to terrible, terrible tragedy. And unfortunately, right now, we have a situation in this country where, you know, where our political people, instead of facing up to the reality of what's going on in their backyard, instead of looking at the mirror, 
They'd rather blame the guy in Washington, well, and and that's a pro- that's that's just not acceptable. Well, you, you see, Dove, you you just opened up the garage door for me, and, and I was wondering your feelings because at the march uh, that took place with twenty five thousand people, and then believe me, it's it makes you feel good to, to see that, and and I'm glad when people are starting to open up their mouths. However, for lack of a better term, it really pissed me off. I'm looking at. You know, I'm, I'm 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 looking at Schumer. I'm looking at Cuomo. I'm looking at Gillibrand. I'm hearing De Blasio making remarks. That's all fine and dandy. You know, I'd rather them say something than not say anything. But that they're also in a position. Uh, it, it, don't make this about politics. Make this about human rights. And to me, politics is rearing its ugly head. Don't make it about the president or uh, the White House, or, or the swamp. Make it about human rights. And to me, they've still remained silent about taking their own party to task. When I say their own party, I'm, I'm talking about, I don't have to tell you, AOC, uh, Omar, uh, Presley, uh, Tlaib. I'm, 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 but, you know, I'm talking about the you're, Democratic Party that you and I grew up with. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely correct. Look, yesterday was a day of unity, so, you know, I don't want to say anything, but some of the people that you mentioned, and all of them to one extent or another... I'll, I'll, I'll say it, okay? I'm no, going to no, get no, it. I'm, right. I'm not shy, you know that. <laughs> yes, I'm teasing. Uh, uh, you know, Gillibrand, I mean, she has been totally missing in action. I didn't know she was the United States Senator anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, where, where has she been? Absolutely zero zilch. Some of the others have shown such a lack of leadership. Schumer, who always claims that his name means Shomer, watcher, that he's the watcher of the Jewish people. Boy, with watchers like him, we're really in trouble. Okay? And some of the other people there, uh, what have they done this past year? You know, this thing happened slowly. Now it's out of control. Now things are happening every single day. Every single day, not not one one anti-Semitic incident a day, but multiple incidents a day. This happens slowly but surely because people in positions of power and responsibility did not address it appropriately, did not have a plan. And I got to tell you, I'm not sure they have a plan right now. I'm not sure they have a plan. Okay, how are we going to deal with this? A, B, C, D. Because things are truly, truly out of control. You know, one of the one of the best pieces that I saw from yesterday is uh, Barry Weiss, uh, who is an editor writer for the New York Times. I mean, she took uh, Bill De Blasio to task for com- for saying that Al Sharpton. Uh, compared him to Martin Luther King. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. I mean, but she took him to task on CNN, where she was being interviewed. It was it was a fabulous moment. Oh, my God. I mean, and, and by the way, she was very explicit about the role that Sharpton played in the Crown Heights riots. Three days of pogrom, the first pogrom in the United States that happened back in the 1990s. Al Sharpton led the charge. And here you have Barry Weiss from the New York Times on CNN. Oh, my God, it doesn't get much better than that. I mean, Al Sharpton is like the, the guy you go to, the guy whose ring you kiss if you're a Democrat. Well, I mean, right? So you're, are we surprised there's so much anti-Semitism? Well, let me – I just want to clarify something. You're telling me that Mayor Bill de Blasio 
who, quite frankly, you don't say it, but I say it. I'll either call him Dumbo de Blasio or Dishonorable de Blasio. He compared Sharpton to Martin Luther King. Absolutely. Absolutely. He did it oh a my. while ago. Barry Weiss on CNN specifically took him to task in a very serious way. You don't see that too often on CNN, okay? Uh, it, it was extremely, extremely powerful. And the other part of it that she did, which is amazing, which you and I have talked about so many times, but it's great when Barry Weiss does it on CNN. Sure. She talked about Linda Sarsour. She said, how is it possible in this country that this anti-Semite, someone who's a friend of Farrakhan, is a surrogate for a major candidate running for president, Bernie Sanders? She, it, was, it was amazing. You and I have been talking about this for you know, since it happened, right. she, I mean, she is a spokesperson, a surrogate for Bernie Sanders. Well, well, th- this is what just angers me. As I said, this should not be about politics. It should be about human rights. But the Democratic Party, I'm talking about Bernie Sanders. I'm, I've said this before. I, I, all the debates, not one iota, not a peep. Not not a whisper. Nothing about anti-Semitism has been brought up. And quite frankly, you and I both know the simple reason is if anti-Semitism gets brought up, they have to address it within their party, their their party members. You know, let, let, let me read something that I read yesterday. This is from de Blasio. There is an anti-Semitism crisis It is not by any means just in this city. It is in this country and more and more in the entire Western world. I don't say that to be overly dire. I say that because I think it has come out in the open more and more in recent years. I think it was quieter in some places and now it has become louder and therefore more dangerous. Well, you know what? Where the hell have you and your cronies been? Absolutely. That's my point. I mean, okay, all of a sudden, I mean, you were running for president. Show some, as they say in Yiddish, folks, Batesim, which means balls. Show some balls and stand up and say, my city and this and that. Not a peep. Right. I, you know, I spoke to the mayor over the past year. I remember speaking to him in, uh, in May for almost 45 minutes on the phone, talking to him exactly about what was going on in our face. We saw the perpetrators in all the video surveillance uh, footage. And I, I, I begged and pleaded with him to come up with a, a plan of action to deal with it. So for him now to talk about, oh, my God, things are out of control all over. Well, where have you been? It happened under your nose, for God's sake. I mean, it was happening while you are the mayor of the city of New York. Uh, uh, and by the way, you know, now he's talking a little more about it, but I'd still like to know what the plan is. Well, they're talking more about it. We're not stupid here, uh, and Dove. We're not stupid because we know why they're talking about it. Because politically, now there's pressure to talk about it. Right. But but I'll, I'll still, hey, I'll kiss somebody's ass in Macy's window if I hear them talk about it at the next Democratic debate. I just don't believe, you know, b- believe it would happen. But but here's what I'm I'm afraid of, and I really wanted to get your opinion on this. I'm afraid of a Bernie Getz situation coming up, and maybe not to that extreme, just a vigilante sitting on, on, on a subway and, you know, pulling out a gun if somebody comes up. But, you know, if I watched a few news stories over the weekend, the past week, 
you know, in Rockland County and other places where communities, congregations are having somebody come in to teach them how to handle themselves in self-defense. I saw up in Rockland County, it was just a small part of it, but naturally, you know, for the video, that's a powerful thing to see. I'm seeing women learning how to hold a rifle and how to point it and God forbid if they need to use it. You know, that's all. And and believe me, I want people to be able to protect themselves. But you know where I'm going with this, Dove. What is this going to lead to? Well, let me tell you, there's a lot more conversation and people talking to me about this conversation about Jewish defense, uh, learning how to use weapons, learning how to defend yourself, and even having a Jewish defense organization uh, like in the past where, you know, that can protect communities. The fact that people feel that government has not, there's not, there isn't a feeling like, oh, you know, uh, the mayor, the governor, they've really tried everything, you know, and God bless them. Okay, we've still got a problem, but they're dealing with it. There isn't that feeling. I'm telling you, wherever I went yesterday, meeting thousands of people, there is no feeling that it's truly being handled. The, the march was great, wonderful. It was wonderful. But what happens the day after? What happens today, tomorrow? And people don't feel at this particular point that the leadership is there to actually deal with it. So, you know, we're going to watch to see what happens. But if you talk about a failure of leadership, that's exactly what we have had here in New York. You you just touched on something that I really wanted to bring up to you. So I'll I'll just take it, you know, carry it. Uh, You you started it. Um, What's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen a week from tomorrow uh, or, or two weeks? You know, are, are these politicians, the gutless ones who I've mentioned, are they going to do something about it? Are we going to hear about it? Are more people going to be taken to task who should be taken to task? And, and I hate to say this, Dove, I doubt it. I, I really do. Because it's politics. It, it's, it's not about human rights. You know, I thought of something also yesterday. You know how people, we all have these, whether it's a blue ribbon or a yellow ribbon or, or you know, a pink ribbon right. uh, f- for different causes. I, I think somebody's got to, you know, or the wristbands. I think somebody needs to make a blue and white ris- uh, wristband, uh, you know, for like the flag of Israel and, and with the United States. And, and that should be a cause. And everybody should want that. It, it's not about... Just being Jewish, yeah, you're Jew, you're a Jew, and so am I. But to me, it's about being an American. It, right. it, it's about taking taking up the cause for your own neighbors. You know, I, I was watching, I was watching the Golden Globes last night, and I was watching actress Patricia Arquette who won, and you know she wins, and she's making a speech about we're on the brink of war. And and uh, our president is taking in 42 targets, 52 targets, and some of them are cultural targets. And I'm saying to myself, this is what you're worried about, a cultural target. We just killed a mamza, a piece of garbage, Soleimani, a piece of garbage who's responsible for God knows how many lives. And this is what you're worried about. You know, I I saw all kinds of speeches last night and people standing up in liberal Hollywood, you know, where plenty of liberal Jews are there. I'm embarrassed to say and not one 
brings up anything about anti-Semitism, about climate change, about this change, about Tuchus change, yeah, about yeah, every yeah, damn change. No, am, am I right? Yeah, look, it's a sad commentary. During the last debate, the Democrats, uh, which I forced myself to watch only for one reason, I was waiting to see if they were going to mention anti-Semitism, what had just happened uh, in this country. So two hours, two and a half hours I'm watching, and finally at the end, they get to violence against transgender people. There you go. They talk about it. I said, okay, this is going to be the moment. Transgender people, violence, okay, no problem, talk about it. Now, are the Jews going to come into the picture? The Jews count in the Democratic Party? Nothing. Not one I owed her not one word. I was waiting. Transgender violence. And, and you see, somebody will twist this around who, you know, they have people have their own agenda. And they'll say, well, you see, Dove was com- Dove Hyken was complaining to Russ Salzberg about uh, the complaint of transgender violence. No. We're, well, of course, we don't want that to happen to anybody. Of course, Look, just, I didn't have a problem. With exactly, that, but I was waiting for the for the Jews to be in the picture. No, and and not a damn not. thing was said. And as I said, I'll kiss somebody's ass in Macy's window if I'm going to hear it coming up in the, the the next debate. By the way, Bernie Sanders, who was addressing that issue of transgender violence, mentioned the fact that he was a Jew. It's amazing how he uses the fact that he was born a Jew, because that's really the extent of his Jewishness. It's amazing how he uses that and then goes on to undermine the very existence of the state of Israel. Having anti-Semites like Linda Sassur representing him, an anti-Semite. And here's another thing with our politicians. I don't know if you got to see this. There was something that I saw on Twitter yesterday, and a Palestinian television station, a children's show with a bumblebee, a a bumblebee like in in an outfit, was teaching young little pizzalik, little young uh, Palestinian children how to hate Jews. If I did, I mean that's been going on forever. Well, forgive me, then then shame on me. I didn't realize that, but as I'm watching it, some of the things I I dribble dribbled them down, scribbled them down. Are there Jews where you are? Listen, do like this with your hands, and it's showing. Make a fist and punch them. Make their make their face red like a tomato. Take a stone and throw it. And, and and they talk about shooting them. And what do you want to be? I want to be a policeman so I can shoot Jews. Right. And, and and this, this, I'm listening and I'm saying the politicians are sitting with their thumbs up their keisters and their mouths shut as the Omars and the AOCs and, and they're condemning Israel. Am I, right. It, you, you'll never hear them say anything about this. And, and all they talk about is a two-state solution. We're supposed to have a two-state solution with a a Palestinian authority where young children, young children, kindergarten up, are being taught to hate Jews, to hate, murder, maim Jews. This is the reality that has been going on for so, so long. But you won't hear anything from from the Democrats. You won't hear... Any of this, the reality of what's going on in the Middle East, you will not hear. 
And and that's why, you know, look, we've got a very, very, very big problem. You know, Democrats that are undermining this country in some of the language they're using against the president of the United States right now uh, with the action that this president took to get rid of a mini Hitler. That's what this guy was, a mini Hitler. They all admit that this guy was miserable, tortured people, murdered people, uh, including hundreds and hundreds of Americans. And they are, you know, I got to tell you, the people in Tehran are thrilled to see the way some Democratic politicians are behaving in this country. They are thrilled. It gives comfort to the enemy. Yeah, all these people who were talking, I mentioned, you know, some of the celebrities or people complaining, this idiot Rose McGowan and, and, and Colin Kaepernick. Maybe they ought to speak to some Iranians, uh, Jews, not non-Jews, Iranians in our country, ask them how they feel about the death of this piece of garbage. You know, when, when bin Laden... Uh, was killed, thank God. Uh, and I remember because it, it happened during a World Series, and the folks in Philadelphia were, were saying, USA, USA, USA. Sure, everybody was proud. It right. was USA, USA. Uh, I believe it was a World Series. I know it was a, maybe it was a ball game, but it was USA, USA. And now it's like we, it, it, we just killed a piece of garbage. And it doesn't end. Yeah, and and look, what the Democrats are doing, not just giving comfort to the enemy, but, you know, people in this country, with the things that they are saying, are getting people in our country scared. You know, I mean, what purpose does it serve? The guy is history. What is the point of scoring political points against the president? Mm. I mean, this is serious business. You can't do stuff like this. But they do it nonetheless. It works out for them. I'm, I'm correcting myself. It wasn't the World Series. It was the Phillies-Mets, May 1st, 2011. Yeah. I, I mean, it, people were proud. And now, I mean, we're worried about about the Iranian people. Well, I'm sorry. And I, I don't mean to sound callous. But how about worrying about our own people, like the people, what they're going through in our country? Right. It, I just find that... It, it, it's reprehensible, and, and it really, I never thought, Dove, in my lifetime, this is, listen, we've all grown up, uh, I, and I'm not a little uh, Pollyanna. Uh, I could give it, I can take it. You know, th- there's a difference between joking and anti-Semitism. You, you, you know what I'm talking about. Right, right, and sometimes right. you hear a, a remark, uh, you know, I got to be able to decipher between the two, but, but. The the stuff that we're hearing today, I never in my life, in all my years, I never heard or saw what is going on today so consistently. Ever since that incident happened in Jersey City, we've had something like 15 15 reported anti-Semitic incidents in a month. Right. Look, let's talk about Jersey City for a moment because it is indicative of a very deep problem. After the murder of the police officer, the civilians there, Mm -hmm. you remember you had that woman from the Board of Education. Oh, God. I mean, she came out with the most. This is is the irony of this is just unbelievable. She's on on the the Jersey City Board. Yep. With the most vile uh, 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 message, basically excusing the two murderers that they had a message. They had a message, they had a purpose. 
And some of the other stuff in there was so freaking vile. I, I mean, so what happens? She's defending this. Then five or six politicians from the uh, Hudson Black Caucus, they come out after the mayor and the governor asked for her resignation. Five other elected officials come out in defense of her. And just a couple of days ago, I mean, this is you can't make this up. They had a vigil in support of this freaking anti-Semite. It, it, to me, when I heard those remarks fr- from a woman on the board of education in uh, Jersey City, it was, you know, basically, folks, if you didn't hear, uh, as as Dove Hyken is saying, she was excusing them, s- saying it's because you Jews are coming in and taking over the neighborhood. Oh, okay. That very nice. That, that so let's go kill a cop, an innocent cop, and, and innocent people. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, it, it, it's beyond comprehension. You know, bad people, anti-Semites. That's one part of it. But when so-called decent people, people in in uh, with responsibility, elected officials and others, when they are silent, when leaders of the Democratic Party are silent about uh, Bernie Sanders having an anti-Semite on his staff. They, they know the facts. They know what's going on. And when they are silent, that's when we are heading for real tragedy. When good people are silent about what is happening in their society by not standing up because they don't want to rock the boat politically because it's a Democrat. You know, Republican, they'll be more than happy to condemn. They'll be more than happy to line up at the uh, mics uh, uh, and have press conferences. But when it's within their own party, they're deaf and dumb. Mm. That is a tragedy unfolding. W- without question. You know, when, when you and I set, set this up, when I called you last week to ask you to come on, because uh, my podcast gets posted on Wednesdays and I record them on Monday. So today is a Monday. And, and I had said to you, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, but between now and then, when we first spoke, I said, I'm sure there's going to be more to talk about. And sure enough... Saturday night, a cyclist on a bike riding through Flatbush, I don't know, about 10.30, quarter to 11 p.m., starts hollering at a 60-year-old man walking. Obviously, you can tell he's Jewish. Uh, Kill Jews, fuck Jews, murder Jews. This is Saturday night in our city. This is on the heels of all that's going on. So people, they, I mean, either they're getting twisted, they're just freaking warped, or the hate is building, not subsiding. Yeah. I, you know, look, I think a lot of that hate was deep down. And now that all this is going on, it's an excuse for haters, people who are already filled with hate, people who had negative things about Jews. I, and that's a whole different story. You know, what did you do? What did I do? Uh, I'm a Jew. What, what's, what's your problem with me? What, you know, uh, uh, have I, did I do something to hurt you, to bother you? You know, if you have a problem with someone who's black, you know, you don't go out and beat up on blacks. If you have a problem with someone who's Jewish, you know, you can talk about that, but don't talk about the Jewish people. And the same goes for every other group. But unfortunately, when it comes to the Jewish people, you have these remarks and statements and things that are said. I mean, it's just it's it's just out of control. And and as you as you said, every time I talk to someone, and you you know, you and I said this last week. You know, hopefully this is the last one, okay? But you know what? Things happened yesterday, after the rally. After the rally, there were incidents uh, uh, reported to the police. So, you know, 
I dream and I pray, you know, that, uh, it, you know, we're going to turn the corner and, and Americans Against Anti-Semitism is going to, you know, close shop, which I'd be thrilled. I'd be thrilled. But you know something? I think it gets much worse before it gets better. I, I, I hate to say it. I agree with you. And the one thing that I do want to say, which I think, uh, Dove Hyken, you're going to agree with me, what's really sickening about all this, while these attacks are coming from people within the black community, I think it's important for everybody to know it is not the entire black community. And that's what I'm fearful of, because then you're going to have people, even from our side, it's not everybody, oh, there's a black, it's this and that. No, it's not that. It's from pieces of garbage within a community. Absolutely. Uh, Look, we've, we've made that very clear. You know, the black community is a wonderful community. The Jewish community is wonderful. Are there individuals in every community that do things and behave in a way that uh, is reprehensible? Yeah, of course. But it's about individuals, not about Jews, not about gays, not about blacks, not about transgender. And that's clearly the message. But you've got to face a certain reality. If, if almost all the attacks in New York, and again, we have video surveillance. We know who the perpetrators are. We see them. If it happens that almost all of them are from the minority community, how do you not discuss that phenomena and try to figure out why? Ask the questions. Meet with the leaders. See what is going on that is causing this. Well, I I could not agree with you more. Uh, Dove, I'm going to end with this, and thank you so much. I'm sure we're going to have more discussions in the future, but I, I, I hate to hate to say this, but I agree with you. It's going to get worse before it gets better. My concern is how much worse is it going to get. Dove yeah. Hyken, New York, former New York State Assemblyman, thanks so much for being here, my friend. Thanks and, for having me. It's a pleasure always to be with you. And, and, and listen, um, let, let's stay in touch. As I said to you before, I mean it from the heart, anything I can do. I know that. I uh, know. And I truly, truly appreciate it. All right, my friend. Talk anyway, folks, soon. that is a wrap on today. My thanks once again to Dove Hyken. Uh, thank you all for getting a load of this. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can tell me on Twitter at Russ Salzberg, on Facebook. You can always check out my website, russsalzberg.com. My thanks to Crash, a.k.a. Mike Caragliano, who takes care of me here at the controls, to uh, Dave Labrosi, our very outstanding 77 WABC program director, and his equally outstanding assistant program director, Matt Dahl. And last but certainly not least, a great big thank you to all of you people out there, because without you people, I have nobody here to be talking to. Remember, we got to stamp out anti-Semitism. But until next time, it is Irel Salzburg saying to all of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. 
The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.